Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sirtos Podcast. This is Maria and Evan. We are back here with season two, episode two of Sirtos. And without and without further ado, I'll let our guest introduce himself. Hey, everybody. My name is Paul Calzada. I am uh, the director over here in Gainesville, Florida, uh, for the Afirama Dance Program. Um, yeah, I've just been um, doing a lot of directing, researching, mainly college-age students here at the University of Florida, and there's a lot of overlap between students and grads, like uh, undergrad students, graduate students, um, and uh, no faculty yet, but, you know, we'll see what, what happens. But, um, yeah, I w- I've, I've not always lived here. I've, I'm actually from Jacksonville. I was uh, living there for a couple years, just from, like, year zero to three, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and it's funny, my, so I'm half Cuban, half Greek. So Gruben, just like, uh, you know, someone else that we've had on the podcast, uh, another Cuban, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> so I always joke with him. We're like, you know, we're, we're good dancers because we can like shake the hips, you know, a little differently. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's funny. Um, but yeah, my dad's Cuban and he was in the Navy. So, okay. It makes sense that we're, you know, I was born in Jack's, which is big Navy center there, but Anyways, it wasn't really active in dance because I was really young. So then um, I would say somewhere around when I was four, we moved to Hollywood, Florida. My mom said, well, I want to raise the kids in a similar environment to where I, you know, I, like a community that I was raised in. So what did she do? You know, we, we went to the exact same community that she was raised in, <laughs> in Hollywood. So, um, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, we and from there, I was in a bunch of different, uh, well, had a bunch of different directors and learned a lot of content and um, went to college and formed a group here. So it's been a great journey so far and I'm still starting it, so. Awesome, well. So you started dancing from a young age then? Yes, yes, for sure. I would say, yeah. Did you love it from a young age? Were you always um, excited about dance or was it something that you were kind of? That's a, yeah, that's a, I know that's a recurring theme amongst all dancers. And I, I think I'm, I'm with the consensus there that I wasn't, uh, wasn't the biggest fan. I think my brother actually was a much bigger fan at first than me. And we kind of flip flopped. Now I'm like gung ho about it, you know, like <laughs> I'm addicted to it, you know? So, um, yeah, but yeah, early on, no, I was really, it was like, uh, Greek school, you know? And then after that, it's dance. It's like, I just want to play kickball outside, you know, it's just not. So was there something that like happened that really stuck out that um, was a turning point for you or was it just kind of more of a gradual, so I okay, think, this isn't so bad? Right. So I think what my, my early instructors really taught me in Hollywood was, you know, the order, orderliness of dance. And so mm-hmm. that was more like, okay, you hold hands, you know, you have to follow the basic step or else, you know, it's, you know, you're going to stick out or whatever. And but that had some definitely some pros because otherwise how can you dance you know if you don't know the steps so obviously i understand that um and then i think later on you know i started to have one director aleko sofianos in hollywood and he really taught more okay so you can do these variations with this stuff now i'm thinking whoa mind blown like i thought it was just everybody's the same so now (laughs) one person could do something different it's like well what do i do and then you know okay you can do some things but it has to sort of be these motifs i guess in the step because cretan you know you can imagine there's certain things you can do um and so 
that really was the start. And then when Jordan took over directing the group, as you can imagine, it was just a big transformation. He came and said, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of different leaders, you know, not just you, Paul. And uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter if you mess up, just have a lot of fun and just try to get the basic step. And I was like, what, you know, how are we going <laughs> to compete with that? You know, and I think it was actually the biggest transformation ever, because if he didn't do that, then I wouldn't have become such close friends with the friends that I have now, you know, they wouldn't have developed if they weren't thrown into the front, they wouldn't have developed into insane dancers that they are today. And I wouldn't have people to dance with at these Glendies and contend with, you could say, but just have a blast with. So I think it was those two directors really just transformed it for me, I think. Now, is your exposure to Greek dance, Greek culture, is that entirely in the Florida community? Did you, have you traveled to Greece or any other areas that... <laughs> Yeah, so we're immersed in culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I started with this with the Greek the you know the Greek dance at the church and then the mm -hmm. local church, and then I actually would go in the summers. I've been to Greece a couple of times, but we would always go to Rodos because that's where my yaya's from, yeah. um, in the little town Kremasti in the north of the island. Mm. So we we would go, and I could like I I knew generally well. I didn't know as much of dance as I did now. So when I went to Rodos, I, by then I actually really liked Pontian dancing. So mm -hmm. I went there and I was like, I need to find like, does anybody know Pontian costumes? Where can I find Pontian? <laughs> and I'm in Rodos, you know, like right. you know, I, I need to be focusing on Rodos stuff, but now I know for next time. But yeah, I would go to Rodos and I would see all the dances. And I think when I went to Rodos the second time, this was when I was in high school, the shattering experience was going into one of the Panayidia mm -hmm. or one of the Panayidis and seeing, oh, the susta is coming on. So I go to the line. I'm like, okay, like, let's see what the step is. I look at the line. There's six different sustas in the same line. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, which, which yaya is right, you know? And, uh, you don't want to ask them, them that because, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a disaster. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say that going to Greece was, was very influential. I picked up a little more of the language and, um, over the summers and it was very a very good experience going there mm -hmm. so, yeah, so. and what a cool island to be able to visit my um theo for the longest time had a hotel in old town um i oh, think wow. he actually just recently like sold it to someone although you know sometimes they say that it never really happens <laughs> um but what a cool like unique island because rose is very um to me, when I when I would go there, it was like very cosmopolitan in a weird way. Like it's busy, you know what I mean. And, and maybe it was just the part um, that we would stay at. But um, I remember like another cousin of mine had a nightclub there called Zoom Zoom. You know, it was very like Rhodes was like the I know it's what popping. Name, right? yeah, yeah. it was popping. Yeah, it was still yeah. popping. Um, it also has like a lot of mosquitoes too. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, especially the 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 big city, you know, yeah. the Rhodos city, and I think that's what's fascinating about Greek dance in general is, you know, you have this island and, and people think, oh yeah, dance is from Rhodes, right? But in reality, it's not that simple. You know, there's mm -hmm. different like cultural regions in Rhodos and even in those cultural regions, there's towns with completely different dances and sustas. And yeah. I think Jordan mentioned at the workshop last weekend that they used to have susta competitions on the island. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. who's sustas better? And so you could imagine there's like, 20 different sustas and right. so um you know that's what i love of that now we're seeing hdf and fdf groups are doing they're bringing now all these unique dances that 
that I still remember seeing, you know, when I would go to Kramasti, I would see this Embonasusta, you know, at one of the performing groups doing it. And now we see FDF groups bringing Embona, you know, stuff. And it's, mm -hmm. wow, you know, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, we're so, really digging into the small, the nitty gritty, the village mm -hmm. level stuff, and not just this broad spectrum of, oh, it's Greek dance. Opa, Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, and I, I will say when I first went to college, you know, there wasn't any group and it mm -hmm. was a lot of like, I guess there was a group, but it was maybe three, four people and it was a lot of Zorba and Omega vibes and we know how that's like. And, <laughs> and so I was like, well, I, I want to direct. And then that's what kind of kickstarted the whole making a college group, which is hard, harder than you think. You know, a lot of college yeah. kids, they just want to you know, do other things <laughs> to put yeah. it mildly, but yeah. Nope. Just, Go ahead. I was going to say, um, how's the, the transition from like being a, a student, being a dancer into the director role? I mean, uh, what kind of changes do you feel you've gone through with that? Do you have a different appreciation for the dance and like everything that goes into it? Yes, most definitely. So yeah. I think <laughs> that when I was, when I was learning, Jordan did an amazing job at like preparing me mentally for like the rabbit hole that is Greek dance, I think, mm -hmm. <laughs> because in the last year we did Setas, you know, with him and he said, oh yeah, you know, we're doing these two towns in Setas. I'm like, wait, I thought that Setas, you know, you could just do dances from Setas. Yeah. And then he's like, no, no, these two towns have completely different things. They have different ethnic populations. And I was like, whoa. So then it kind of set me up. So then when I would go to college, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to teach you all dances from, you know, Macedonia, you know, and we're going to mm -hmm. go specifically into these areas. And so I think it was good prep, but so I was pretty comfortable moving in. Um, but it was the whole giving a, like presenting to the group, teaching them the dances. I had never done that before. So mm -hmm. there was a learning, a learning curve there. Um, so I think that was probably the hardest thing was how do you break down a dance especially really hard ones like Macedonia and a lot of those dances yeah rhythmically like crazy you know mm -hmm. so it's just like I don't do you know that most of your dancers who dance in your college group have dance experience like yeah so dance experience exactly and that yeah that's so to answer yes um what's amazing is that when I you know when we we're in development of this college group like I said very low amount of members but as we developed you know those members started to like it more they got a little bit better but in reality we needed a lot more members and dancers mm -hmm. to actually kickstart this whole thing to go to hdf because that's what mm -hmm. we ended up doing so um i just told all my friends i said you know guys like just let's just go to hdf again you know a lot of these high my high school friends that i was still that were in jordan's group and they had graduated and moved on and i said guys you know we we talk all the time we hang out all the time why don't you just come to Gainesville and we'll just dance together and do this group. And so basically it became all of our friends just getting together and doing HDF. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. And now it's, now we've grown and a lot of those um, newer dancers are now very much experienced. And so it was a good kickoff year. So a lot of them are really experienced now, I would say, mm -hmm. um, which I I'm so thankful for. It's really helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I mean, kudos to you for starting a college group because I think, and, and continuing that, it's difficult. Like college is the best four years of your life and, or it can be for some people. Um, and it, sometimes it's difficult. Like, I don't think I really danced 
in college, like mm-hmm. much. I mean, we started our group that was separate from the church kind of my senior year of college, but um, I definitely took a few years off and I think it would have been hard. Like there were a lot of Greeks who went to my college or ended up, I was at a small Catholic college, um, which is kind of funny to have like a lot of Greeks at a Catholic college, but it is what it is. Um, but I don't know if any of them would have been like into dancing. So like hook, line and sinker that you, you got that and that, you know, you guys have, have gone to HDF. So tell us a little bit about what you've done at HDF and like how, you know, your thoughts on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I think for those listening who haven't gone, I think you should definitely go. I, for me, it's the greatest event that I've ever been to. I mean, it's really just amazing. So phenomenal. The people you meet there, the experience, just just watching groups, hanging out and having the freedom to just see what group you want to watch and the different categories. It's just, ah, it's just so great. And the people there are amazing. Um, so when we, we already knew about it, because of course we'd competed, I've, we'd competed with Jordan and right. So we, we had some experience. Some of the dancers didn't know what it was, but, we, but they were excited. And, and so we kind of mm-hmm. brought them in and we all, we, we said, okay, we're going to learn some dances. So my thought process was, I don't want to have a group that just does one thing. I kind of want to mm-hmm. show them different things. So I taught them Evia. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in central Greece Island, mass, big island, mm-hmm. um, southern portion of the of the island. More, it's very Arvanitika influence, very interesting. Mm-hmm. That area, and then drama in Macedonia, just mm-hmm. Monastiraki town in there. And so just two completely different things. And I thought that that was a good solution because I'm giving the dancers a good range of things like different Mm -hmm. styles that they could play around with and have fun with um and so that that and that also gave me a good feel for what they liked too because if they liked more of that island style music then maybe we'll do that next year if they liked Mm -hmm. more of the mainland stuff maybe we'll do that so we went and we we um we competed and we performed in the senior category so not the oldest not the adults but the mm-hmm. the next one under the young adults mm-hmm. and we did well we we got you know we i think we got first and then the folk expression which is the folk expression mainly is for really showing those elements of folk culture the variations mm-hmm. the you know the sync with the musicians all that mm-hmm. stuff and um so and and that was great and we loved that but the glendies were of course our favorite part right so okay whatever we win whatever it doesn't really matter what's funny is um even after that you know dean of dallas um when, when he was a judge right so he said he said you know great job great performance but you know your singing needs work and i was like oh really and so we went on we talked more about it and then i messaged him after much more and so and that really showed me that even if you do get a high score even if you get the highest score you still could have massive problems with your sets um so that was like a very shocking thing for me mm-hmm. um and very helpful so then now mm-hmm. i said okay well i went back to the group and and then we started talking about what we're going to do this coming hdf and so we're prepping for that and we really like the island stuff so yeah yeah, yeah, like the cost stuff, you know. So that's like oh, what we love. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, interesting. the the see he workshops were a lot of fun for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. us too. Um, so we kind of talked about like where your family is from in Greece and and that kind of stuff. What mm-hmm. is your favorite region 
to dance if you if you had one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know you said you like island stuff. But... Yeah, yeah, I I I do like Nisiotica. I think that for me, it's the variations that I like, and it it's not not so much like oh, like I like showing off per se, but it's more so the the chaos that it brings on stage too. So a lot of groups, they'll go up and they'll just do orderly performances. They'll, you know, they'll do this fake smile for the camera, you know, and it's, you know, we know when we go to the Panigiria, sometimes nobody's smiling and mm-hmm. everyone's just having, you know, just, and, and I think in Carpathos, I think that's more the case. I think yeah, we don't like to smile s- there. We smile, <laughs> no. we smile in different ways. <laughs> yeah. With the eyes. <laughs> so, um, no, but, but I, I like the flexibility that it brings a lot of these different islands. So I would say a lot of the Dodakanisa, I love. I love the fact that you have this leader that just goes on a rampage with all these different variations and and then and then goes to the end and then next guy, you know, mm-hmm. or girl in some, in some places. So I just find that flexibility interesting and what you can do in your set to make it more, okay, you know, this part of the line is just going to go and sit down now, you know, mm-hmm. or... You can mix the line or you can have girls in the front, guys at the end and some some towns. And, and you know, I, I like the flexibility. But music-wise, I do like Pontiaca. So I told you about my yaya, but my papu is from a little Pontian village up in Macedonia. So I like Pontian. You know, I like the sound of the music. So if there's Pontian music, I'll get up and dance. And then if there's island stuff, I really like that now. So we'll, yeah. I think we'll go with that. <laughs> I think that's good. How did your yaya and Papu come to meet each other. Oh, this is a good story. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a good story. Not super um, far, but there's a little distance. Yeah, so so I think my Papu's best friend, he met, he, I think, I think they were in the Navy, the Greek Navy. Hmm. And I think that his best friend was marrying this girl on Rhodos Island. Hmm. And then basically the best friend was like, oh, you should talk to her sister, you know? <laughs> That's how all these things happen. Yeah. So then, and my yaya was like, like very young, of course, like, yeah. I don't know, like 15 or something. And my papu yeah. was like 20 or something. And he, yeah. he was like, I'm going to come back for you and I'm going to marry you. And then he like left and then he came back and he married her oh years later. And then they moved to, uh, I think, Connecticut. And then they moved down to uh, <laughs> Jacksonville. So Okay. Okay. And there's lots of Atlantic yeah. people in Connecticut, so interesting. Huh. Depending on which part, there's like huge groups of Pontic people in Connecticut. I don't remember where, but yeah, they 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 started a restaurant as most Greeks do. Yeah. Um, so you know. Yeah, good for them. What? That's so cool. I know, right? A Greek and restaurants. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Um, so. So. Okay, so we talk we talk a little bit about your favorite region. Is there an area of Greece that you don't really get into that much, or an area that um, you know connect with, or just? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. For me, it, it's funny. I would say, like a few, a couple of years ago, before I, I knew pretty much nothing about Kos. I knew nothing nothing really about Dodakanis. A little bit of Rhodos, but. I didn't really look into it. And I said, I would have said a couple of years ago, yeah, I don't, I don't really like Dodecanisa that much. I really like mainland. I like Ceres, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what I knew. <laughs> so now it's all Dodecanisa I love. And I would say what doesn't really do it for me, and maybe it, that's because I don't really look into it that much, is probably like a lot of Peloponiso and uh, mm-hmm. the Ionian, the Ionian Island group. I like Kefalonia. I think the music's amazing. 
Um, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't really do it for me in the same way, I guess. Mm-hmm. That may change though. Who knows? Maybe next year we'll. What? I mean, I think, I <laughs> think it's change. a very fluid kind of thing. I don't think, um, I mean, what I love 10 years ago and what I love today, definitely different. Mm-hmm. 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 There was areas that I probably didn't even, I barely knew they even existed. So, <laughs> so has <laughs> your, has your guys's favorites and not favorites, has that changed since the last time you said it on like in the podcast? Yeah. Like, do you have any? Favorite is so hard. Um, <laughs> and I think my favorite list is like, I love this because of this. I love this because of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause I love Macedonian because of the, the intricacy, the complexity of the rhythms. To me, that's mm-hmm. so awesome. But I like Thraki because to me, they're just such like happy dances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like the islands. I like, um, love the Ghanisa because I love like the Balos and I love the partners and I love just that. I love how much you can embellish on it and it's not just everybody doing the same step the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. Like that to me. So like I love the different regions for different reasons. So it's hard for me to say which one I love the most. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since I... we were just in Psyche weekend in Arizona, like <laughs> we danced so much about the Ghanisa and it was oh, like yeah. So now I'm like, okay, that probably just bumped up a few rungs. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... That's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm most comfortable doing island stuff, I think. (sighs) But I have to say for a while, I wasn't. Like, I feel like I used to, like, try to kind of fight that. Um, I definitely like Macedonian. There are some that I like better than others. Um, (laughs) <laughs> definitely some but like yeah. like Pushena. Yeah. I love Pushena, mm-hmm. but it has to be like it doesn't have to be but I, I love it when it's like with a line that is like fully absorbed in it they're like gritty oh, yeah. they're like super syncopated like they're almost like falling off of the syncopation you know, wow. know their, their rhythm is, is so um, mm-hmm. syncopated it's like oh, almost yeah. wrong you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a lot of this in terms of like what you like versus what maybe you don't like as much comes it's kind of like you're a chameleon and i I think Mm -hmm. people have listened to this podcast other people have reflected on this that you have to absorb into your your atmosphere so you know um we have a lot of good friends from western new york like syracuse (laughs) and rochester that are Macedonian and they're from kind of near Florina or Florina and right. when you dance with them it makes Macedonian stuff the best like you leave yeah. there and you're like <laughs> right. screw absolutely. everything else I'm Macedonian like this absolutely is the best, and know? yeah um, and that's like a very and a little side very quick uh, short mm-hmm. story so the my first I guess um, meeting with Jordan him directing was actually him directing our little Macedonian dance group that we had mm-hmm. um, in, in, in South Florida. And he, he dressed up in costume with us. We're all, we all dressed up in costume. And it was just, you know, some people that love Macedonian, you know, in the, in the association, in the Cielo. So he, we, we just, he taught, he was teaching us and 
for the performance, he dressed up with us and he went on stage and announced everything. And we did Bustano, we did all this stuff. And, and that was that. And then that next year, we, that's when we started HDF with him and he, we did Floyd and us. So yeah, I mm-hmm. totally get that with the, it's just so rhythmic and yeah. the music, the brass band, it's all. Yeah. I will tell you though, like growing up, I did not, like when I was in, in Carpatho or, or other places, if Susa came on, I was like, meh, my cutest mm-hmm. is down. You know, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't get into it. And I don't know why. I don't know if it was because I, I don't know. I was, mm-hmm. I think it, it was more because I was uncomfortable. I hate even to this day. I don't like being pulled in the lead to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So it, for me, it's like comfort level. And if, if you're with people that make you feel comfortable, I think you can adapt to whatever region it is. Um, mm. And I think like, so let's say if, if you were to ask me, what are my two favorite regions? It would be like the Canisa, like that type of island-ish now, especially if I have like a good um, like partner to dance with. And then I would right. say Macedonian if I'm like with my homies. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I think that's what, that's what mine would be. It's, it's awesome when you're dancing. Like the Macedonian for me is like when you're dancing with a whole like group of Macedonians, it's just like the footwork and everything just gets so raw mm. and almost like, I mean, it is, it's on the verge of sloppy, Yeah, <laughs> but it's not, it's like controlled. Like that's what I love about Macedonians. Cause it's like this controlled chaos where it's like, I love that. It's yeah. It's so that's... free flowing and like mm-hmm. everybody's just like bodies are like going wherever, but they're actually in total control and it's so yeah. effortless. It's not like they're like flailing themselves and throwing right. themselves. They're just, so, you know, yeah, and but that. Bondos and I think, is, I yeah, mean, in, in the same way, Bondos is like that chaos because mm-hmm. you just have like all that, mm-hmm. like all that nervous energy in your body. Everything's moving. It's so controlled and it's so tight. Right, and I think that that is one of the biggest challenges for people, for directors, groups to emulate at competitions, yeah. because you know how do you actually show that on stage how do you show like the raw how how can you do that how can you make it that realistic and some groups are amazing at this at fdf you know eco yenya and and olympians they can show that rawness olympians in a different way a lot more structured way like Mm -hmm. okay you know we're going to emulate how people move chairs and things to show that more of just like a raw chaotic way which is all like so you have these clashes of philosophies and so that it's like how do we do that and that's still i'm trying to figure that out with my group right now like how can we actually show the chaos on stage um Mm -hmm. that's a tough conversation we have with a number of people it's like it's almost like how do you how do you recreate like that experience you have if you went to a Glendi in Greece where it's just all of that natural organic vibe, mm-hmm. how do you teach that to somebody who maybe hasn't experienced it? Totally. Yeah. Because if you haven't seen that yourself, like, I mean, I feel like everybody, the moment they go to Greece and they see Glendi for the first time, they're like, what? Yeah, is, yeah. Like, what is this dancing? This is not what I grew up with. I know these dances, but this is not how, like, so like I feel like that's always I we always get into that debate with people is like how do you recreate that feeling mm-hmm. for somebody in America who's never had that feeling who's never been surrounded by like warm air 
you know, beautiful landscape under the like night sky, live musicians, food all around, community, people laughing, joking, talking. And then the dance floor in the middle where it's just like, like you could have 83 year old Bapu out in the front of the line, like showing everybody <laughs> what's up, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. and then you have like the five-year-old kids, you know, jumping in right there too. And so it's like, <laughs> how do you, how do you teach that? If, if mm-hmm. the person who can like quantify that into like a, a method is going to be, I mean, I don't think anybody could, but we have to recruit that. We have to go to Greece and recruit that 80 year old <laughs> and the five-year-old to our dance group. I think I mean, that's the, the key. <laughs> But I also think like weekends like last weekend and for those of you who did not go to Psyche in Arizona, I think I think when you it, it started to happen there for me, you know what I mean? And, and perhaps being of the older crowd, um, you know, we kind of maybe went to bed a little bit early and maybe missed some <laughs> of the stuff. But when you have that the band and the space, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. If the music and the space is there it's going to happen, you know? Um, and I think very specifically if, if, if it's a band, I'm not saying like you can't, you know, DJ things, whatever, but when you have that band that starts playing and does their little intro interlude and you're like, holy moly, I am not in Arizona. I feel like I have been transported. That's when it happens. At least for me, I think. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, Paul, have you been to like a lot of workshops or conferences or was Psyche like one of kind of the first ish ones that you've been to? So I, so before Psyche, I went to Anixi in Charlotte, 2019. Um, that was amazing too. Um, I think, let's see, I think it was Christos Papacostas taught, Dean of Dallas, and then, uh, Jordan, of course, uh, Jordan taught too, um. So yeah, and I, I loved that. And I think I'm getting more into that side of it now. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, before I was directing, you know, I was directing a lot from a lot of YouTube stuff, which is, okay, now we're, that's a whole nother conversation is like, mm-hmm. you know, how do you parse that out? And then I slowly began saying, okay, well, what are these sources? I think that that's the most important thing a main takeaway for everybody is like, where do you get, what are your sources? Where do you actually get these videos, these dances, these, this, this music from? Mm-hmm. And so then that's where I said, okay, well, let me go to these workshop, this workshop and learn more and try and prepare for HDF because I want to make sure that everything that I teach is going to be hundred percent. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you're never going to get hundred percent. Like I said, you know, you can win first, but then, there's something wrong, right? Um, in your execution. But, um, yeah, I, I, because of that, I said, okay, now I have to go to like every workshop I can because it's just so fun. Um, yeah. You know, now they added parties to it, you know, how can you miss it? Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. Um, so if somebody is, and, and we'll continue with our normal question soon, but if somebody is interested in joining your dance group in, at the University of Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's there's many universities in Florida, and they're not the same thing. Oh yeah, thing. no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do they do that? Yeah, so um, 
Well, so right now, um, so right now the group is, it's a lot of overlapping people, but basically the group's with the Church St. Elizabeth in Gainesville, mm-hmm. Florida. So if you, if you come to, if you're a student maybe nearby or you want to just come by and, and dance and see how you like it, um, yeah, absolutely. You can, you can, first off, if you'll, you'll see us if you come to church at St. Elizabeth, you'll see us for sure and you can talk to us and but I'm sure I can leave like the contact information, like how you can reach out if you want to like maybe just ask me questions about like the dance group or something like that. But basically right now we just have two groups. We don't have enough young kids, sadly, to support like the little kids group because it's a mm-hmm. college town, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, so we have like the HDF and then we have just sort of festival performing in the local community group type thing. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that at all, you can communicate with me and... And it's mainly like college age, I would say, and adults mm-hmm. right now. Um, awesome. So, yeah, we will definitely put in the show notes um, how to get a hold of Paul um, or the group in general. So we'll we'll make sure to put that information in for anyone who might be listening who may be interested in joining. Um, so we've talked about your favorite and maybe not so favorite. Um, talk to us about traditions because, like, I'm sure, kind of <sighs> growing up as greek cuban american life was like like dance was probably on every side of your family like talk to us about that what traditions did you kind of grow up with what what are like maybe memories that influenced dance yeah i think i think what was funny is like (laughs) my parents splitting some of these holidays in terms of the food so we for christmas we would have a big cuban you know, like pork thing, right? And that, you know, mm-hmm. that's Cuban. But then for Pascha, of course, you know, we have the lamb, right? So mm-hmm. we kind of split it and it just best of both worlds, I guess. Um, and so, but in terms of the traditions that I like in Greece, I think I have a bias because I'm from Rodos, but I really do like the wedding tradition. Um, I think that, and I think they've said it in certain towns in Arhangelos, Rodos, they say, yeah, we basically save all of our best music for the wedding, like all mm-hmm. the best melodies, all the best, like that's <laughs> like where our best songs are. And I'm like, okay, you know, that makes sense. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. the best day of some of their lives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that I like that a lot. I think Pontians, I like the, the Momoyeron, like the, mm. the carnival thing they do. I love that. I think that's so cool and unique and some groups have tried to do that actually on, on competition stages, which is like very challenging. I don't know how you get the costumes for that. Mm-hmm. But um, so I love those traditions. I think I think that's and of course, you have all these like apocryphal traditions all over Greece, which are like really funny and cool mm-hmm. and ancient looking. Um, and I respect those a lot, too. So yeah. I would say that I really do like the wedding, though, of like the Dodecanisa, like those the songs are just so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so it's so much a part like there's a wedding i think it's either happening today or tomorrow in carpatho and i saw some pictures of it on instagram mm-hmm. like it's such it's such a really cool way to like step into that part of your life you know and it, it's just like so unique um this is not necessarily a tradition but it, when you were just talking about that it popped into my mind um and i re- i have no idea like how old you are you don't need to tell us how old you are but um when I think of Bondos, I think of a lot of different things. But when I, I think of Bondiaca, I think of, of the power that that subset of Greek culture conveys and what always pops into my mind and what always will until maybe I can't remember things. 
um, is the Olympics in 2004. And when they had <laughs> all, during the opening ceremonies, when they had all of the dancers, the Pontic dancers, and it was just like, so powerful. that power, that power is just... Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can see it. I can like see their boots slapping the stage. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, the massive like, runway. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I love the music for that, especially like mm-hmm. the, the, the setup that he, that they played is just so good. I love the music. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, 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 I personally in Ponto, like, I really like the, uh, the Tulum, like the bagpipe more than anything. I don't know. It's just a preference, but, but yeah, I love like the Lira, the, the Kemenze is just so good. And mm-hmm. yeah. like it, it just sends shivers, you know, cause it's like, you know, it, yeah. and for me, like even before I knew I was Pontian, like I, I loved it. And then when I told mm-hmm. my old director, Aleko Sofianos, yeah, I think I'm actually Pontian. It's like, oh, I could have told you that. Like, you know, you love Pontian dance. Like, I could have told you you're Pontian. Right. So it's, it's really funny. That's there. That's amazing. Um, so in thinking about, like, you're a younger director, which is mm-hmm. good. Keep on doing this. Like, don't stop. I, I think, you know, the most important thing is that you keep on going because I think wherever you are, you'll be able to, like, affect change and, and to, to grow and to grow people and hopefully... Um, you know, other people will follow in your footsteps, especially like in the, the university setting. Um, but if you had to give people advice, whether, you know, they're bringing a group to HDF or whether maybe they're listening to this and they're trying to start a group like at their college, what advice would you give people? Because I think you're unique to this. Like you're you're probably a good five to ten years younger than most of the directors, at least that we have on the show so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. To answer your question a little bit, I'm 23. Okay, <laughs> the first. Uh, so I'm actually a grad student right now. I just started grad student. So I would say that, um, you know, when I first came in, I had a year of not doing dance really, and then like really a semester, and then that's when I went and I saw like okay, there was like four people in the group and what they were doing, and um, so I would say that semester was actually very sad. You know, I was I was. I saw a lot of videos of my friends dancing and having all, f- all that fun and stuff. And so, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, if you, if you really mm-hmm. want to start a group, I think the first step would be if there's nobody near you, try and get a solid base of your friends first. Like if you have friends in the local area that want to dance, I think that's the best key. Get your friends to mm-hmm. come and put on a little show, like it could be three, four people at a yeah. local performance. And then you have someone that comes up to you and says, I love what you did. How do I join? Uh, especially with college you know, with, with, with colleges, it's a little difficult mm-hmm. um, because of the financial element, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how do you get funding? You know, and that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to try and get the group from the university over to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I was just used to it, you know, from from Hollywood. Yeah. It was yeah. on the church. So um, I would say, though, it, there's going to be a lot of um, roadblocks ahead of you who, who are wanting to do this if you're a college director. But the key is just to keep going and keep getting the support of your parish council at the church. And if it's in a university, really have a solid amount of non-dancers in your mm-hmm. association that that supports you, you know, that love Greek tradition. Throw a lot of social events. Mm. People kind of uh, don't think that that's as important, but it, it's the most important. If you form a community, then people will be like, yeah, all my friends are in the dance group. I may as well just join and see what it is. And then you have 
15 people like what happened to us so mm -hmm. um yeah. those are just some things i could think off the top of my head um that helped me yeah. so and what would you say for being a young director taking a group to hdf it's definitely scary because you know you have all these groups that you're competing against who the directors are older than you mm -hmm. um and they're they may be more knowledgeable than you most likely are right because they're older than you and have more experience most likely um so it was definitely intimidating but i was more confident that i would say that if we were in the adult category i would have been a little more intimidated because mm -hmm. you know we're going up against a whole amount of adults with and now that experience is way beyond right mm -hmm. they've probably been learning Greek dance as long as I've been alive, right? <laughs> so that's what you know. Yes. So yeah. So, um, so that's the scary thing is like, oh wow. So now I'm gonna have to compete against that. But I think okay, we're in a good category. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so we were in a good category, and so that kind of eased a lot of the intimidation. Yeah. Um, but more so, it it didn't really matter for us because, you know, when we were in high school, we did pretty well you know we we won awards we we won you know first in high school and like we were like okay well you know we won the awards you know let's just go and have fun now let's just see what happens mm -hmm. like let's just pull out some cool content that we haven't seen at these competitions in a while and just what, see what the judges think of it and the judges liked it and they said keep going so it's like okay well we're gonna go now and keep going so um yeah i would say that as if yeah and and that's another reason for having a good group of friends in your group is because you support each other. If you're a little nervous, you're like, nah, we got this, you know, you support each other. And mm -hmm. groups that fail ultimately are because they have tension amongst their members. They have drama, they have mm -hmm. all these issues. You know, we did dra drama last year and I made like a little funny little quote basically saying, I don't want any drama and drama, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was basically <laughs> telling them that and like, it worked. I mean, so, so that's the key. Once drama hits groups, um, it really is devastating and i mean we invented drama the greeks you know so we're more <laughs> prone to it than others but amen um, so those yeah. are some things i think that were intimidating moving in to it i think that, that's yeah. that's a key point though like when you take the pressure out of competing and you say we're just going to have fun mm -hmm. that's when you allow yourself to really just open up and shine because if you go on the stage and it's all about we have to win we have to win we have to win that that's when you're like almost like soldiers walking onto the battlefield saying we have to win no absolutely mm -hmm. we're here to have fun whatever happens that's when the natural vibe of dance and community and culture comes out it's because we're doing it for the actual reason we did it for thousands of years to have fun so mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. directors out there take note <laughs> yes wise words wise words <laughs> wise words yes yes um, and, and you're so right. Like, I, I think, you know, first of all, don't sell yourself short because I, I'm quite certain that your experience, although, you know, some of the other directors, you're right, may have been teaching for your entire lifetime. Um, I think your experience, though, puts you at a level that is relative to many people. Um, and I think that's because you've sought out, you've asked questions, you, you've been blessed with like good teachers and good experiences, but you've also sought out information with how to do things better and gone to like conferences where, you know, you're bringing these like American dance giants together and really learning from them. And that's why like, you know, 
um, conferences, no matter how many times you've taken the same lesson or something similar with someone, you always learn something. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, Absolutely. you know, someone can teach and you can go to their conference one weekend and then you can go to it a month later because it's at a different place and they might be teaching the same thing, but you walk away with a new like Rolodex of knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, and whether it's because of what you absorb from what they're teaching or because you now have a foundation and then, you know, you're picking up even more because you're, you kind of have leveled up. Um, it doesn't necessarily matter what it is, but, um, I think you bring up some really good points. And I also think you're exactly right. Like wise words about the drama, save it for your mama. Like, it's just not, it is what defeats dance groups. It is Mm -hmm. what breaks dance groups down. And, and there's no place for that. Like, absolutely. This is Greek dancing. Get over yourself. And yeah, just and come it's, here, have fun. <laughs> yeah, and look, we've all been there. I mean, in many totally. cases on both sides of the coin, right? So yes. starting at an ending, it you know. So uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, yes. So um, that's like I think the the biggest takeaway of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I love it. Right. Um, so that was kind of my curveball question, although I sort of like eased into it. So like, you're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. I didn't, like totally throw it at you, at you as a crazy curve. No, but nice. um, so last question is, how did you find our podcast? Because I remember um, when we posted something on Instagram about like, who do you want to see on the podcast? And you wrote back Jordan Elrod. And we had, mm-hmm. I think we either like the day before had locked Jordan in or something like we had been chatting with him. Um, and I joked that he had a fan club, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, you know, some people might agree. Um, but I, I was like, how did this guy find us? How did yeah, you find yeah, the yeah. podcast? It's like, well, I, it was through the, uh, Greek dancing page on Facebook. I think, uh. I think, I think you Maria posted, Oh, you know, we're doing the podcast or whatever. And I was like, a Greek dance podcast is like, I, I, I need to like <laughs> save it everywhere and like watch it every day or every Wednesday or whatever. And so, um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think it's too far-fetched, though, for, like, all of the people you've had on here. I think that we all love Greek dance to the point where we would watch this, you know, all the right. time. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely, Greek dance is definitely, like, our drug of choice, you know? <laughs> this is, like, what we do um, all the time and watch, watch videos all day. And so we love this stuff. And I think that what you guys are doing here is really important to move Greek dance into this technological space which is like exploding right now yeah like you know this is gonna these these episodes are gonna remain you know hopefully forever so yeah um i think there's so much value in that so yeah that's how i found it thank you good to know um and a very big shout out to all of your um florida guys because like they were so fun at see um uh and you guys are fantastic dancers um and it's just so nice to see i think people who um we can see a little bit of ourselves in you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i can see 23 year old evan very much in you (laughs) and um you know i I think it's just beautiful to see that continuing so um you know keep up the excellent work keep directing keep pushing for that college group because it is such a blessing to be able to have that um you know Mm -hmm. in an area where you wouldn't you wouldn't expect that you would continue greek dancing at college absolutely like, you really wouldn't you know even um like i'm thinking of, like the seminary they don't have a dance group and it's all mm. not all greeks but it's mostly greeks who go there <laughs> they should have a dance group you know what i mean yeah pretty much um 
So good job. Kudos to you. Thuf thuf, spitting on you. <laughs> Thank you. Virtual, virtually. Virtual. If there's a non-Greek listening, they're not going to understand. Like, yeah. What is Just that? watch my big fat Greek wedding. You'll understand. Yeah. Um, but awesome. Paul, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, this was fantastic. And we cannot wait to um, see you at HDF this year and to see your group. Um, I can't wait. I, I'm My interest is peaked with the set that you are um, planning on doing, So, or at least one of them. Yep, we're um, so excited, and um, thank you for having me again. I I really appreciate it. I've, I've, like I said, watched every episode and can't wait to watch the next one. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. So if you all liked this episode, please make sure to um, subscribe and give us a rating. And as usual, we will be back next week.